Episode 4 Mukamamu and Mujimaizi Courage doesn't mean we are never scared Courage is action in the face of fear 16 years had gone since the Arabic trader Kaviet had settled in the kingdom His eldest daughter Amira became one of the king's wife bearing him his first daughter Musa Musa or Musalina Fatima Siana Ifu was a beautiful princess of mixed heritage as a child she mastered the art of switching between her mother's muslim heritage and the king her father's culture although a proud member of two different worlds she never felt fully at home in either of them whenever she felt like an outsider her mother reminded her that she was born to stand out not fit in it is the foreigner's case amira would say to have a home in two worlds is to be at home in neither of them she would recite the saying which became a mantra she would utter every once in a while musa sat with her mother in the small palace weaving a mat on pasa from dried fibers as the two royal guards stood close by protecting them from non-existent danger mother how did auntie end up on the island Musa innocently asked as the rest of the household prepared for the initiation ceremony. It is a long story, Musa. Your aunt returned to the village several years ago, but her return was without fanfare. It was a great contrast to her departure 16 years earlier when your father offered her in marriage. It was a way of brokering peace between the two royal houses. Amira narrated, recalling the event that happened during her arrival in the kingdom, long before everything changed. Why did he do that to his own sister? Musa wondered, her eyes opening up to all the family secrets that had remained close to her. This wasn't the father or king she knew. Your father did not trust King Congo. From the time he approached him for a piece of land on which to settle, she paused, filtering out what not to say to her daughter. In a strange way, Musa reminded her of her younger self, the unexpected hope and journey that led her to finding true love in a remote kingdom in southern Africa. I remember it. Your father refused to grant King Congo permission to settle on the mainland, allowing him only to settle on the island of the Zambezi River. As far as he was concerned, he must have been right. He was a warmonger who would not allow the kingdom any peace. True to King Siankondo's suspicions, Sekute Congo proclaimed war against Siankondo, but he was defeated. The defeat did not however stop him from looking for further opportunities to attack the kingdom. He was not satisfied with living on the island. He solicited the support of his uncle, King Leswani and Sundano, 
and waged a war against your father. This bid was again unsuccessful. Many of King Congo's allies and his own people were killed. And then what happened? Musa inquired, holding on to the belief that there was always more to the story than what the elders let on, that there was always two sides to every story. During a fierce war that was waged on the banks of the Zambezi, your father took the drums of Congo, apart from one, which is said to have jumped into the river and escaped capture. As part of the peace treaty between the Leia and Congo, your father offered his sister in marriage to Congo, Amira told her daughter. This was a strategic decision that would keep the unsuspecting Congo under the watchful eye of your aunt. She is brave, you know. She's strong. She's a lot like you. The marriage ceremony was a great feast that began in the kingdom and ended at Sekute's camp on the Zambezi River. Omukamamu, who was accompanied by a large party of princes and princesses in a convoy of chariots, oxcarts processed from Gundi village, singing and praising all the way to the banks of the Zambezi. There was great jubilation in the kingdom and the islands on the Zambezi. Young maidens accompanying Mukamamu from her village sang the following song. You, favorite daughter of King Sinyemba, you who swims in waters that drown those who die laughing, today you have been married off. You who never entices blood relatives to admire your beauty, daughter of King Siendele Sinyemba, the father of the King Kayoni, Sigunde, and Siankondo. Never forget your true reason for going into the great river. Umukamamu and Sekute bore a prince called Valengu, Mujimaizi, Princess Ngonia, Nsingu, and Chantona. But owing to marital problems between Sekute and Mukamamu's alleged poor health, the Council of Elders recalled her from the Sekute's camp, effectively ending her marriage. Mukamamu and her children, except in single, who would remain with her father, returned to the kingdom in the company of the Vajaya or the Special Forces Unit. Sekute was not happy to surrender back his wife to Siankondo, but the security team that was detailed to never return without her did not give Kongo Chete Sekute any option but to let her go. She accomplished her mission of keeping Sekute under watch and ensuring that he never made no maneuvers or waged another war to unleash the Amurad of Mwenemutapa. Amura recalled, narrating the story to her daughter. The council was so happy with her that they made her the queen mother. The Initiation Ceremony The smell of rain soaking the dry ground, white clay smeared across your body, or the sacred water scooped from the boiling pot, which was the most dangerous part of the waterfall. Gonya recalled her initiation into the Vasilombelombe. It was all the same, except this time she was the initiator of the ancient rites. Scores of young initiates gathered around her, each trying to prove their bravery by trying out for the most elite division of the Vasilombelombe, the Vajaya all the special forces black unit. In the year of reason, 
adolescents would choose one of the five divisions of the Vasilombe Lombe to serve. Every subject took pride in belonging to a division that matched their needs. The main unit was a general division without any specialty. The reserve army or the Vasimonzimonzi operated from home, consisting of the security detail and the policing forces of the king and queen. The Bajaya or the women's special division, the Vasimilonga or the water division, now these were the navy of the kingdom once embarking on a voyage to India with a gifted giraffe. They used water and rivers to their advantage, training from a very young age to fight from battleships and survive crocodiles. The Diangos or the Warlocks, these operated directly under the Vediango, trained to manipulate nature and handle all biological weaponry. They handled all the ritualistic animal sacrifices. They were prophetic or able to tell the future and even capable of clocking an entire kingdom if the need arose. Gonia inspected their ranks, her interest drawn to one of the initiates, Mono, her niece. From the time of her birth, she felt a strong edge that Mono would be the one to succeed her as the leader of the Vajaya. She hadn't revealed that to anyone no wonder it was a surprise to see her auditioning for the role. Your task is simple. Your first quest is to descend to the bottom and bring me the clay. She stood over the humongous wild wonder, pointing to a depth that seemed endless. The thundering smoke was crowned with a rainbow overlooking a rainforest that was formed by the never-ending water droplets falling from the river. The bottom, however, was riddled with crocodiles, slippery stones, and venomous creatures. It was then that some of the initiates cowardly backed off for other less demanding divisions, while others stood their ground to face possible death. You're scared, and you should be, she continued, hinting to the infinity pool, which was even far more dangerous than the descent. This was the second quest, to collect water from the devil's pool whilst avoiding the raging waters of the Zambezi during the rain season. I, I don't think I can do this. I'm not as brave as you or mom. Mono confessed to her aunt, drawing support from her peers who shared the same sentiments. The blood that runs in me is the blood of warriors, giant slayers and nation builders. She then turned to her worried knees. That blood runs in you, and you, and you. It runs in each of you. Mulivana Mukuninwense. Your love for the kingdom should outweigh your love of self. The fear of letting your people die should outweigh your personal fears. All the initiates stood up straight, with faith renewed by their master's confidences. With that, they burst into praise, descending into the deep. The Queen Mother. The Queen Mother, Mukamam sat at a distance, watching the festivities in full bloom. She handpicked every member of the wall of division, which did away with the business of orientation and recruitment. She was enjoying her peace when the Prime Minister interrupted her. <clears throat> it's a beautiful thing, they have been so passionate about culture. He said, pulling his cave to see Tokabula closer to her throne, in an effort to be in her good graces. They have no choice. It would be social suicide not to. 
Hmm. That is true. Why do you say that? Because... The Queen Mother said, wishing the conversation would die. <clears throat> that is true. Because when I was younger, we had no social suicide. Why? The Prime Minister continued, reviving a dead conversation. Why? That is a good question. Because we loved what we did. He answered, I think your son Mujumaisi will make a good king, not unleashing killers upon our children. Hold your tongue. The queen rebuked, dismissing a security detail. That is treason. Don't you know I could burn you to ashes for this? How dare you bring my son into this? She added, recovering from the blasphemy and rising from her throne. She walked around, clenching and unclenching her fists in an effort to lower her rising blood pressure. It is true. Our children are our priority. And our pregnant women are being killed by the faith he invited to live in our midst. The same faith he chose to release. With that, he tied his official malesu and left her presence. The queen sat down, holding her head in her hands, fuming with rage at the audacity of this man. Although he did have a point, it was within his rights and duties as the king's prime minister to look out for his people. Mkondo, what have we gotten ourselves into? Kuli wingi, kuli sungu, na mtiti mawumenda vila tulaya.